Hi, this is Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast, the podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. This episode comes from the border between Laos and Thailand, and I'm speaking to Ying, a very brave lady from Laos. So I, I believe it was God's plan that he led me in 2016 to meet with Tony and Steve at Tipawan's house, Silawan and Tipawan's house. And, and that, that day we were showing and training the four fields. And saw the seven steps, I gave the three-thirds group. And, the mm-hmm. and we're, they were teaching about raising leaders. Modeling, assisting, watching, uh, leaving or launching. This is. And I saw. And I was very excited, and I was there. I mean, for just just two hours, and it was it was very interesting, very touched my heart. <laughs> and I took some of their tools. We had a little model assist watch and leave uh, card, set. card set. And I took that to train <laughs> And I prayed, you know, this is these, these principles, these lessons need to go to the de- de- denomination of our <coughs> so, so at that time, the, the Lao Evangelical Church, they were not doing multiplication And I spoke with the president, Dr. Kampon, about this. And it wasn't easy because he didn't really understand. And he even reprimanded me, saying, I'm going to, I'm learning all these different things that... Yeah, how dare you go learn from outside and outsiders. And at that time I prayed, and I asked Tony to pray, I asked Tipawan, everyone just to pray for the LEC Church. And together with Silavan and Tipawan went to the president to re-explain everything. And then Dr. Kapan was, well, well, bring the original people who taught you. Bring them here. Bring Tony and bring Steve. And so he said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this myself. Yeah. So there was there was the core team. It was me, Silaman, Tipoan, and Kanpet, another group pastor leader. And Dr. Kapan just understood, and that's when we began to train the key leaders. And Tony and Steve were some of the main trainers. And Dr. Kampon opened up uh, the entire leadership 
because he doesn't like to copy things exactly he wants to make it his own so he's he took everything and rewrote it <laughs> yeah. sometimes he takes the original stuff but then he takes his own uh, thinking and he kind of inserts it in there but Tony and Steve are like very patient and it's okay it's okay <laughs> so after one after two years I mean he began to really understand the vision and the, uh, the principles and this became the the main thing throughout the entire country and I was responsible for six provinces in northern Laos Kanped was three provinces in southern Laos another pastor Polo three provinces in the middle in the beginning there was Kanped, one Pon, Polo so these three key leaders were the trainers were the trainers so in the beginning it was very difficult because many did not understand but starting with the heart of God and the four fields and getting deeply into the father's heart and we developed a system of five trainings and the disciples who are completing should come to five trainings and of those five trainings they would be a certificate she was to practicing in the field before she started seven churches but no disciples only pastors <laughs> so after receiving this training she went back to her seven churches and she began to raise them up to make disciples and now there's six seventh generations and generations of what so seven generations of churches now i've stopped counting not just groups but seven generations of churches tell us the story 30 or more people 30 or more so there was one military leader guy so he was a granddaughter church so he had a high rank in the army but he was also very sick so he had a weak heart he had two years of being sick no one could kind of help his so that day just laying hands on him praying I mean he 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 was healed right on the spot and he began to 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 come to the groups the church and learn and study and be a disciple but then his his higher ranking officers asked him to go out to the field so he had to choose between 
or his his position in the army but he chose Jesus and so now he has you know no uh, monthly uh, stipend right they give him a small stipend so, so now he doesn't get that anymore and he no longer has a ranking within the military and he's uh, he's come and he's made disciples and shared the gospel here twice in in in, in Thailand and he's uh, so this is one and there's another person a member in my church Vienkam so he's he really uh, he was a business person he knew a lot about business and making money really well every month he would make money but he became sick and he had to go, go through surgery and he went to many places hospitals Kidney. kidney wasn't well. Yeah, kidney wasn't well. Yeah. Doctors, but And after she shared with him, he came with faith. Um, he prayed for him. Prayed. The next week he comes to church. So he's. So this guy has now. Risen up as a disciple maker, and he also has a daughter church and a granddaughter. Mm-hmm. There is revival and growth in Laos. So, in the beginning, with the training, there's a certain amount of people who do not understand. And those who don't understand are not practicing. But as far as for the Lao Evangelical Church, you know, they're still trying to bring everyone together to uh, retrain and go together in this new division. And those who are fruitful continue to support and they continue to grow. And with those who don't, you know, bring it back to retrain them. Mm-hmm. And so now we're taking the fruitful teams and provinces to help them help the other provinces. So they're across training. And, and so we're also focused on sending teams out. So there's teams that are helping grow the existing network, but those teams that are going out to the unreached. And so together these teams come together and look at the results and evaluate and celebrate. And in Northern Laos, one province, this person was excited. He liked He obeyed and he saw many, many generations of churches. And now even the government and the authorities are like, why don't you go ahead and build a church? Build buildings now. Yeah. For the, you know, the, the officials, the communists, they're like, stop starting churches out there. Just build a big one so everyone can come in, in the city. And we can keep an eye on them. Yes, yeah. yes, that's correct. That, that. So, so, except for the central house, I won't say his name, but... 
This is a province that has much fruit. And many ethnic groups come And when the ethnic groups believe, they're all committed. And they have a heart for making disciples. And, but each time they go out, they're taking incredible risks. It's not safe. One person was taken and he was killed, you know, as he was making disciples, as he was going. And this this family, uh, his kids, I mean, the the government officials are still monitoring and And all his close friends and all the other leaders, they're monitoring the leaders. They're following all the leaders of the team. Another province in the very north. They believe and they're kicked out, evicted from their village. And they actually destroy and the houses, three, four houses, they, they dismantle it. And so they're out there in the forest with a little tent and a little tarp. And the authorities go there and destroy their tents. And so now these families are at the pastor's house in the, in the city, in the town. Another northern province, Hmong believers. They were evicted out of their village for believing, and they slept in their rice fields. And they warned them, don't worship, don't share, don't do. And they don't give them their family ID book. And they don't allow their kids to go to the local school. And another, <laughs> three families were chased out of the village. Again, no school, no ID book. And some of those families have to come all the way to the capital city to, to be helped. Southern Laos, again dismantled their housing, chased, and they have to sleep in, sleep in the sleep, sleep in the jungle, no clothing. And the believers are able to gather clothing and give these families. Another southern, southern province chased out of their village, evicted for believing in Jesus. Many, many, many. Are you concerned for your safety? Personally, in the beginning, I, I was concerned and worried. But now I'm not because I just give it up to the Lord. Whatever happens, happens. this is how I serve God. And this is, but personally, I've three times I've been twice in jail and the third time I went to the police office of the province they called me into the office and my disciples have been in prison twice the first time was one year second person two years but that disciple who was released from prison now currently the authorities are like, just build your church. And so now he, 
So that disciple has about seven, seven churches, seven uh, churches, and two generations. First, so I don't see persecution as a problem, but it, it's a blessing. Allows, they do not let you share. Don't let you plan churches. Don't let you expand. But the opposite happens. Many sharing, many churches, many disciples. And what has been the fruit of this persecution uh, in terms of new disciples and new churches? So the, so the authorities do not want to grow, right? That's the, that's their goal. They don't want anything to grow. No, they don't want new churches. They don't want new believers. They don't want new church buildings. Church, church, yeah, church their buildings. logic is. You guys are enough people already. You can stop now. Just, just leave it at that. And we'll leave you alone. She no, didn't say that part. We'll leave you alone. Oh, okay. As far as the fruit, there's so much. <laughs> she has to look at the numbers. So this is there's uh, so many people who heard the gospel, so many people that believed. Um, <laughs> I can send, send you. I can tell you. What? Yeah, we have a thousand new churches in 2020. About a thousand new churches in 2022. That's correct. Yeah, churches and groups. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Groups. We, we, we were all there together when we did the numbers. Yeah, look at yeah, but a thousand new groups. But she mentioned in 2030, the vision is for by 2030, 10 percent of the country. Yeah, that's the vision. So, yeah, and every people group, which in some ways is a bigger. So there are 150 different people groups, you know, and all of them are engaged, but of course there's probably 15 Yeah, about 15 or 20, she says that, you know, continue to have no, no fruit, no, no believers, uh, no believers. Well, if you're enjoying the Movements podcast, why not take a moment to let someone know by social media or by leaving a review. This is Steve Addison for the Movements podcast.